This is in person. This is weird. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The SAP HTM Insights podcast in person. Yeah. Have yeah. you guys ever done an in-person one before? One. A long time ago. Yeah. Brandon and I were talking about it. It was right after the Success Factors acquisition. David Ludlow was on. And we had yeah. the same microphone here. I'm sure That's he awesome. felt like a moron to be on our <laughs> podcast. But. So anyway, everyone, welcome to the SAP HCM Insights Podcast. I'm Steve Bogner. We've got Brandon Toombs and Becky Murray here. And we're at Success Connect. It's the end of the second day or the third day, depending on when you got here. And we're all pretty uh, mush-minded by this point. Um, but we want to wrap it up, right? So, um, and we can go back and we can, we can take turns talking. But um, I think what we want to do is say, well, you know, what were we expecting? Did we get what we were expecting? And, and maybe, you know, what else happened that we weren't expecting that's good to share? So, um, Becky, we'll start with you. What... Um, you know, did you get what you were expecting out of this? I what did. did you think of the conference? Um, I actually loved the conference. Um, it's always great to come here. I, I feel like there's always really good content. Mm-hmm. This year in particular, though, there just seemed to be a really positive energy um, mm-hmm. flowing from customers, from partners, from prospects, um, the folks at SAP Success Factors themselves. So it was actually um, exciting to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah. yeah. It has been a good one. Um, I was interested in a lot of different things. I am always very curious. Um, so I actually attended the partner briefing on Monday mm-hmm. where they gave us um, some highlights of, um, you know, new functionality being released or, you know, tried to clarify um, some timelines and things like that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of Tuesday and Wednesday, just attending some different roadmap sessions they made product experts and product managers readily available, which was nice. Yeah. Just open access to those folks. Um, so that was pretty incredible. So overall, learned a lot of uh, good information. Still some questions, but yeah. I think they always like to keep us in suspense about a few things. Maybe it's because they focused on the experience management of the conference. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what the positive vibe was from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, experience. This yeah. is all about experience. Exactly. How much it's, it's uh, you know, if anyone saw this online, um, the keynote was it's no longer HCM, it's HXM, which sounds kind of like a radio station, mm-hmm. but um, it's HXM, human experience management. Yes, yep. absolutely. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I'm a payroll guy, so it's, you know, <laughs> you know, here's your paycheck. Have a good experience with it. And uh, I, I think um, uh, one of the things I tweeted during the keynote was, um, you know, as they were talking about you want to create these wow moments, right, with employees. Yep. And yep. It, based on looking at the experience, right, how do I create a wow moment? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want a wow moment in payroll. That's exactly what you don't want. You, don't you want, want a, a boring payroll that delivers yep. on time yep. and accurately and no one notices. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of payroll, Brandon, we, you and I were both talking payroll. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I, you know, I did not hear anything really about a new payroll. I think it's the EC payroll and the on-prem payroll, and then you can go to HANA in, a little earlier now, right? Right, right. Q2 of 2022 Is or something it, like or that, Q3. Q3. Yeah, Q3, Q3. Uh, 2023 now. So something you like can, that. if you're ready to move uh, to that, yeah. um, you can. So I, I guess the bottom line... If you're an if you're an SAP HR customer with mm-hmm. payroll and you and you're happy with your payroll, um, you what are your options? Yeah. Well, um, you can of course move to Employee Central Payroll, which is a, the official long term strategy as of right now. The official payroll of Employee Central. It mm-hmm. is the official payroll of Employee Central. Again, Employee Central Payroll is 
and on it is based. It's the same payroll, mm-hmm. same ABOP, same well, different processing classes, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, and it is something that you can put in, and um, it's hosted. They'll take care of the patches for you. You still have to tell them that you want yeah. notes put in, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it's it's better from that perspective. There's also some other things that you get. You get better mobile payroll support. You get cloud BSI. You cloud get cloud BSI, BSI. BSI forums. And the other, and I'm maybe stepping on another point from later for later. But uh, as of now, in 12 to 24 months, you will have support uh, through. Uh, people analytics. So you'll right. be able to run people analytics and do combined payroll reporting data data. with mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that with EC data and payroll and payroll data. And that was that's one nice. of the biggest things. That's good. It is nice. Yeah. But anyway, that that's if you go to Employee Central Payroll. Mm-hmm. Now most companies though, if you've got an on on a stable uh, on premise payroll, mm-hmm. you may not want to go through the the process of yeah. shifting that all over to a especially if you've invested a lot in time evaluation and yeah. benefits management, yes. right? Yeah. Which those don't really come over into employee central payroll. So, you know, a lot of my customers have, have done a ton of work with time management and mm-hmm. rolled it out globally. Yeah. And yeah. that's not something you just unwind in a couple of years. No. So you can keep that if you stay on prem. Right. Right. Yep. And I think one of the other changes too, the this term of HANA sidecar. Uh-huh. is gone, right? Yeah. So basically, you're just going to put the same HCM you have now, put it on a on a HANA instance, right? And and run it. Right. It's a kind of a lift and shift at that point. Yeah. Right? Now there are other companies who have made this shift to running their HCM on on a HANA system. Mm-hmm. There are maybe a few things you run into that you have to retool because it's a little bit different, but yeah. Basically, you keep what you have, which, you know, if you like what you have, if you that's like great. What you have, yep. Um you know, but if you don't like your payroll now, moving it to the HANA instance isn't going to make it better. It might make a bad system a little faster, but, <laughs> you know, you can make mistakes faster. So um, <laughs> that's not generally not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we have on payroll, right? So um, no new next-gen cloud mm-hmm. multi-tenant payroll insight. I will say, though, um, from an encouragement standpoint, uh, from attending the, the ECP roadmap session, I mean, uh, and I tweeted this out, it, it's clear that they have you know, some really good people working on mm-hmm. employee central payroll. It's a, it, like, mm-hmm. as we've talked about yeah. before, it's a, yeah. it's a challenge to get uh, two data models, employee central and employee central payroll, that were never designed for each other yeah. to, to, to talk and be nice yes. with one another. Um, but they have an excellent team that has worked as hard as they can to do that. There's there's some great tools coming from uh, uh, Payroll Control Center. Yep. Um, there's a lot of uh, activities and things that, that they have got in place to make the process as mm-hmm. seamless looking for end users as possible mm-hmm. to where they can they can run their payrolls and get alerts and process uh, process maps, mm-hmm. um, all of that through the Employee Central UI. Um, so. Again, you know they're, they are doing some things to make things uh, as as uh, palatable and, and yeah. as as fun as fun as possible. Fun, fun payroll. Fun payroll. <laughs> you know, it, and there's also a, a number of uh, third parties that have come out with some migration tools. Also, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, it's not like you have to retype all your wage types and schemas and rules and things like that. Yep. Having said that, you know, if if you don't like the payroll you have now, if you just move it to Employee Central payroll, you're not going to like it much better there either so um, you know you don't get something for nothing and I think that's apparent with you know when you look at moving to employee central payroll um, 
you know, if you like what you have, go ahead and move it and put payroll control center on top of it, integrate it with EC. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But if your payroll is, you know, more than maybe 10 or 15 years old, it's probably implemented with some really old methods and standards, and you should probably take a look at it. Yep. So that's payroll. Um, Brandon, you were talking about analytics. Yeah. So what's the latest there? Um, well, so the great news is that um, we are now finally getting um, the new People Analytics uh, mm-hmm. is going live uh, as of next quarter, um, yep. which is a it's a big deal. Uh, we've been waiting for a while, um, but this you know the vision of it and what will be available. Um, hopefully, it, as of uh, Q4, is the ability to report um, across all of your talent suite, with the exception of two things um, we'll talk about in a minute. But you know, it's going to be a configurable way that I'll be able to, to grab information from uh, your performance mm-hmm. and from your uh, employee central uh, transactional data. Uh, all of that, and you know, dip, recruiting, you name it, and mm-hmm. all of that to. Uh, in a way where you can build analytics very easily, but also just your day-to-day transactional reporting you can do out of there as well. Mm-hmm. And all of that is is coming as of Q4. Now, the, the two big pieces that are still yet to come uh, is number one, uh, LMS. And, you know, I believe, you know, there's some uh, definitely some frustration that that was not going to be available because mm-hmm. I think last year in the session they said it was going to be ready one quarter after the general availability of uh, happen so and they and then the other piece was uh, of course and this was actually last year was completely off the roadmap so this was actually a good thing and that is employee central payroll is on the roadmap for uh, people analytics so that is a good that is good that is a good now the the downside is they've given themselves a lot of wiggle room where it's 12 to 24 months for both of those things so in theory you could be two years from now before you get LMS or uh, ECP, but let's let's yeah. hope that they're uh, they're trying to uh, accelerate those because those yeah. are really really important. Speaking as someone who works with the customers all the time, what happens is you start needing reports. Any kind of report, if you need a report mm-hmm. that has payroll results in it, and you need any data element that you need payroll results with, that means that you have to replicate it in today's world mm-hmm. from. EC to ECP so that you can run reports because that's mm. the only place you can run them right now is is ECP. So yeah. it's going to be a huge win once they get that stuff yeah. moved over. Right. I mean, there's some third-party tools that let you pull payroll course, data yeah. and yeah. EC data, right? Business so the, warehouses yeah, and type. Yeah, yeah, and different third-party tools. So that's yeah. an option. But Absolutely. Getting it into, the, uh, in the, into analytics is a good step. Well, what I like about it also is that all customers with success factors licenses will be able to partake of those tools. So mm-hmm. no yep. additional license. And my understanding is if you're running um, other SAP products, as long as one of your data points in there is success factors, mm-hmm. then you have the possibility of bringing other yeah. SAP-related really data, point, yeah. like finance, yeah. concur. Yeah. You know, you could come up with some really concur. cross-functional type reporting. Nice. Yeah. That's that's the overall business plan, I believe. So. Right, and I, they made that point as well in, the, in that session that because the, this is built on the same tool, it's going to be a lot easier to plug in data from from elsewhere in the, yep. in the organization. That's great. Yep, that's good. I mean, because it's nice to have HR and payroll data together, but um, you know, I've, I've had customers too where they need to pull in production manufacturing data mm-hmm. in order to do some calculations for productivity and bonuses and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. And so being able to pull all that together into one place is powerful. Yeah, and it and it's also something that that. 
that success factors in SAP in general should really heavily be touting because that is that is something yeah. that they can do that their competitors can't. Particularly yeah. if you're if you're an HR only uh, a software company like yeah. Workday, uh, if you can do only I mean if you can do things across the enterprise that mm-hmm. SAP can yeah. do because it because of like its job rep. costing right job exactly. costing yeah, good one that should, I, I'm yeah. I'm just glad to see them pulling payroll data into the analytics because. I've never liked this divide between HR data yeah. and payroll data, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, it's all data related to the employees. So right. it's it's all the, you know, let's just put it all together. It's all the same. Yep. Right. But even, you know, old school on-premise SAP, payroll data was always mm-hmm. separate from reporting on the master data. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it just bugged me, you know, it, because it, it, it made it tough for clients to do um, what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. So this is good. Yeah. Right. In 12 to 24 months. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's on the roadmap. That's it's the first the step. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Great. Yeah. So what else? Well, I mean, it's from success factor standpoint, I think that the lead, is what they want us to to talk about, of course, you yeah. kind of referred to it, which is uh, experience management. But the, kind of the case that they made for that is... Number one, the shift that organizations and the business roundtable is the first thing that, that yeah. Greg brought up about the idea that, you know, companies should first be taking care of employees, not shareholders, uh, mm-hmm. which is a transition yeah. uh, from a generation ago. And 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 how what success factors is brought in with uh, with Qualtrics, yeah. the idea of bringing in experience data really allows them to get some analytics. And they you know they brought up this. Uh, practical example of how by comparing the operational data which was um, acceptance rates for mm-hmm. salespeople yep. um, with, and, and also identifying that that the female um, acceptance rate was 11% lower what they were able to do that's that's all operational data but mm-hmm. what they were able to, to couple that with is some feedback data in a systemized way yep. from uh, to uh, explain why the experience was not this is as, as mm. ideal as needed um, for for um, you know a, a female people it would female people that sounds great female people, female people. <laughs> uh, females are people too yes females are people too that's great Brandon um, but like see these a, are the things I usually edit out but yeah. I'm not sure I'm not we're going to leave this one <laughs> we're in we're going to leave that in uh, send but, a copy to your wife yeah that's right yeah don't don't worry she she takes care of things just fine on her own um, but the idea of just having a man, a male manager. Um, Interviewing or yeah. all male interview yeah. teams, and that there was there there's some um, you know the tone deafness that we as it's a reality yeah, yeah. it's a reality for sure and, yeah and so that's just and a it's great that example. they can bring yeah. that that together right? right because you're not getting the whole picture without it so yeah. I I was excited for that you know yeah. um, you know bringing that experience data into the operational analytics that you know yeah I mean. Lots of companies are still struggling to even get operational analytics going, right? Yes. yes. So I think that this experience uh, motif is is nice, uh-huh. but it's very aspirational for most yeah. Uh, yeah. customers. Absolutely. But yeah. you know, I think it's fine to sort of pull people along, along. that and say, That's right. "Hey, look what you could do if you you know start um, yep. taking some effort, right? Yeah. Got to start things. somewhere, yeah, and then exactly. you know you can kind of grow into things. Yep. It's a bold vision, and it's a bold point of view. That is something that maybe we've not had where uh, yeah. in, in past years. Now, are they are they are companies ready for that? Maybe not, or, or a lot of companies aren't ready to get there. And you know, we can certainly talk about how some of the things that we're talking about with the platform are 
keeping them the companies from being able to have mm-hmm. the, the analytics necessary in order to do uh, things yeah. like like Excel analysis. But it is still um, it's it, it's really fun for them to have a, a really great vision for things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And yeah, someday we'll get a payroll vision that pulls people forward too. <laughs> so. Um, well, did you see the uh, uh, demonstration of FlexPay? No, I did not. Okay. So it's um, a mobile application, essentially, where employees um, who are paid either weekly or by, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. can go in and request direct transfer of funds outside of a traditional payday. Give an advance yeah, on the payroll. almost an yeah. advance on the yeah. payroll. So it yeah. goes in and it says, okay, you've already worked 20 hours. So mm-hmm. That equates yep. to roughly this much money. Mm-hmm. And then you can essentially transfer a portion of that, not all of it, but a portion, yeah. um, you know, through direct transfer automatically to your bank account. Yeah, that's 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 neat, and I've seen that a, no, a number of that vendors are doing that. That could be your payroll wow, right? No, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon on that. Um, <laughs> you know, I can see you know because I have kids who are you know in their twenties, and I can see where they would like to have that, right? Yeah. But also, um, there are some practical questions to that too. So, you know, if I'm an employee and I've earned seven hundred bucks, and I want to get an advance for three fifty. That's okay as long as I don't have a child support garnishment at the same time that I'm not going to be able yeah. to fulfill. Yeah. And there's other scenarios like that within payroll where, um, you know, if you're only looking at the gross side of what someone earns and you're forgetting about the net side, you can really get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's also some, it was in my newsletter, you know, some states' attorney generals who are sort of questioning this practice because it borders on payday lending and can be abused. So I think that the concept is really good, Mm -hmm. and I think that SAP and others need to go forward with it. But there's also some, you know, some of these details, and with payroll, um, success is about all the details and about getting all those details right. That's a good point. But, yeah, I like the FlexPay concept. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I used to waitress in high school and college, and when people paid with credit cards, you didn't get to walk out with your tips like you did with people (laughs) paid in cash, and it would be nice, you know, if there's an application for that. Yep. You know, to be able to get some of that money back. But to your yep. point, you have to figure out a way to make sure you leave enough to cover benefits or garnishments or other yeah. types of yeah. deductions. Yeah. I've seen people play all sorts of games with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Good idea. Are we out of ideas? No, no. I've got some. Okay. So, um, I learned a little bit about onboarding 2.0, which oh, yeah. I think is one of the topics yep. I had mentioned wanting to find out about. And I had been skeptical coming into Success Connect because usually when they, you know, Success Factors announces a new product or a new addition, you start to see screenshots and demos and people are talking about the prototype. And, and I personally hadn't seen anything, even though I had been, you know, trying to find some more information about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I found out this week is that um, they, they did do some live demos. It is still underway. They are targeting... Um, for release to support the UK in the first half of 2020, UK and Australia, and then for the US and Canada the second half of 2020. So for US, we're still a year away. I thought, well, I hold on, I thought that that onboarding was coming out in Q4. That's what they said on the release calls this last quarter. Is that no? I don't believe so. That's not well, I'll go back and check the session. I wasn't, so there you go. Uh, Breaking news. Breaking. Well, breaking now, now you have me questioning. Now you have me questioning myself. Well, maybe. Um, are you sure that? Are there other com- countries that are going live um, prior to that, and then it's 
those are going to be delayed until then? You mean like global onboarding and just the country-specific yeah. support forms? Yeah. Mm. I don't know, but I... Good question. Good okay. question. Well, let me amend my statement to say well, that I the country-specific yeah. components will be coming out on those particular dates. I don't yeah. know if general onboarding will be re- released before that, uh-huh. but certainly for customers in the U.S., U.S., yeah. Canada, Absolutely. you're not going to make any gonna be... adjustments till mm-hmm. second half of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it going to capture my W-4 and send it to payroll? Mm, no. To be determined. <laughs> it is not. It's still, um, so the latest on that is it's on the long-term, in long-term roadmap, but long not, term. not yeah. going to be something yeah, that's anyway. coming right away. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I'm feeling a little cheeky about payroll. Just, <laughs> you know, there's... You don't say Steve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just... We couldn't tell at all. Yeah. <laughs> This is, this is Steve unplugged here. I, I like this. Well, no, it, it yeah. comes back, Brandon, to what you were saying, how, you know, Employee Central Payroll is a great product, but yeah. we still have this different data model to match up to Employee Central, right? right? And, um, and I'm, you know, I've been doing payroll a long time, and I, these, this divide between HR and payroll has got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I want to see it. I want to see it go. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. All right. You got it. I'm in agreement. Yep. Um, what else? Another thing I looked into was benefits, particularly U.S. Oh, yeah, benefits. Right. So mm-hmm. I had one customer of mine speaking on this topic and Very also cool. went to uh, product road mapping and spoke with the product manager. And they um, feel like they really have a minimum, minimally viable product at this point in time, which is good. Okay. Um, they're saying that you know open enrollment will be fully supported for 2020. Um, I actually had a customer that did open enrollment this past November. I, I thought it was supported so, for last year. Yeah, yeah. so okay. my customer went through it. They routed over 450 people through open enrollment last year mm-hmm. successfully. Wow. Um, so it was just nice to see um, you know, some of the other different items that they're planning for the next two quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I thought was interesting that they have planned for the first half of 2020 is to integrate benefits into Employee Central Payroll. Um, so that's something that's not existing there today. Uh, but for customers who are going to run EC benefits and EC payroll, they're going to um, bridge together those two points of integration. Interesting. So what does so, that what does that mean that they? Means I mean, what what's going to be? So they're just going to replicate over to the. It, they're going to um, use the point to point integration uh-huh. to drive those additional data fields into. Okay. You'll still have to send information to the vendors. Yeah. But for the employee and employer contributions, okay, elections. so it's going to be like the like the you're going to send the, the, the payroll amounts over. Yeah, the yeah. payroll amounts okay. over. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Good. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Right. I think those are kind of my big points. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I had a great time. Learned a lot of good information. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good success connect for sure. All right. mm-hmm. I, I do definitely want to state publicly, um, because I, I posted a blog on LinkedIn about the, the roadmap sessions, kind of a, what I would like to see out of the roadmap mm-hmm. sessions, just as a, as a participant, as someone, I think I went to six of them um, over the last two days, um, and my, my feedback was, um, get through the overview portion of the process uh, as quickly as you can, and get on to... Uh, make sure there's plenty of time to talk about the roadmap and, and plenty of time yeah. still for Q&A. Right. And I want, I'm want i happy to say that uh, there were a lot of, of really good examples of, of people doing that. They you know, they blew through the overview. Um, they, mm-hmm. they defined terms where they needed to, but then they, they gave plenty of time for the, the, on, uh, for the roadmaps to breathe 
and for people to be able to ask questions. That's and good. that is that's the most valuable thing about mm-hmm. being, or one of the most valuable things about being Success Connect is the chance to have some back and forth with yeah. product managers in a venue where uh, you can hear other people's questions yeah. and you can and you can mm-hmm. kind of gauge the sentiment of what people need to see. And so I want to I want to say that uh, up front. The that other, was good then. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that uh, was a it, it's. And I don't know if it came out. It probably it came out pretty implicitly in the in the product keynote, maybe maybe explicitly, which was the new UI um, that they are, are mm-hmm. working on. Right. So um, I did. I attended a couple of sessions today on that. Um, and certainly, when you, you bring up aspirational, the the speaker at those um, was definitely telling us that you know this is a lot of this is aspirational. So there's going to be a new homepage that's coming. Next year, and the, mm-hmm. the new homepage is going to have a, a kind of a unified search bar that's front and center, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to and and I don't know which pieces of this are coming when, so don't quote me on the timing of it. But um, like that, there's going to be one search. It's going to take care of your. It's going to be the same as your action search. It's going to take your LMS search, and it's going to basically be the. And it's also a Google search, so it's going to be kind of uh, one place you one. go yeah. and. It's also going to launch your digital assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital assistant, there's going to be use cases out next year mm-hmm. uh, for that. Um, and so, as I said, it was they kept saying aspirational, but the but the but the speaker, particularly at the at the UX session this morning, really emphasized that this is something that they are putting a lot of commit, financial commitment, board mm-hmm. level commitment uh, behind. Mm-hmm. So, like it or not, this is going to be one of the strategic aims for is digital mm-hmm. assistant based on machine learning and from talking with customers they, they act, some people are really having some success with it so I, I you that's know, good um, but this is something that uh, you can really expect um, to be more um, utilized or, or, or more visible over the next year with success great. factors good. So, that's great yeah that's great yep certainly the the images we got to see looked really slick mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the demo was good yeah yeah you know, again, we we want to actually see this in practice and yeah. not just uh, Conce- conceptually. But yeah. you know, th- this does seem like an, it's going to be an aim that we, you know, we we need to keep an eye out for. Good, so. good. That's great. Yeah, you know, all in all, there wasn't a lot of really big stuff announced here, right? Big stuff, but a lot of things that add up to something big. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, and, yep. and I like that. A good, good vision, but and hopefully next year we'll see more concrete steps towards that mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. But in the in the meantime, there was a lot of. Um, a lot of incremental improvements across the board. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was good. Yeah. Alrighty, so this is, um, th- yeah, this was a good one. So uh, just remind people, you can find the podcast anywhere you like podcasts. I think we're everywhere now, even on Spotify. <laughs> oh, wow. When I pull up Spotify awesome. to listen to my music, it says, hey, do you want to listen to your podcast? And I'm like, no, I was there in person. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, the just a reminder, homepage, insightcp.com slash insights. If you have any feedback for us, you can give it to us there. Find us on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter, whatever, and, and give us feedback. Let us know. And uh, guys, thanks for this. Thank this you. This is fun. Let's I see. know. Why let's do live ones more often. Let's fly, let's do up, to, let's fly up to Cincy and, and you for sure. put us up yep. and we'll do a podcast yeah. and turn around and go home. Yeah, I'll yeah. cook dinner for you. Perfect. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.